Alrighty, this week, welcome back. We are going to discuss 10 ways to optimize your Facebook business page. Balancing building a successful business and being a superstar mom is hard. And yet, in today's digital world, it's more common than ever. The question becomes, how do we successfully grow a business and children at the same time? Join us for a candid conversation as we share our experiences and insights into marketing and motherhood. I'm Jessie Valle. And I'm Angela Reeder. Welcome to the Marketing Moms Podcast. Okay, so big disclaimer right up front. Angela and I do not use Facebook as our main mode of communication, our main social media platform. So this is one of those do as we say, not as we do type things. I mean, <laughs> I would say our Facebook business page is is pretty optimized from you know the list of things we're going to mention. Could we do yeah. better? Of course. There's probably a couple things on the list we're going to give you that um, we could even do ourselves. But that's kind of our disclaimer slash excuse slash I know it's not good, but just with it. <laughs> Um, is that we don't actually utilize Facebook that much. So we haven't really spent the time to optimize our Facebook business page like we should. However, we know that a lot of you listeners out there use Facebook as your main platform and mode of communication. So we wanted to give the tips that we have learned over the years in digital marketing on how to optimize your Facebook business page. Now, this is definitely for those of you who own your own businesses, um, and it doesn't even really matter what kind of business. You need to have an optimized Facebook business page if you want people to find you on Facebook. Yeah, and I think it's important to note that we're talking about your Facebook page, not like your personal Facebook profile, because Facebook is rather picky about people posting business stuff on their personal profile. So a lot of so all of our stuff is regarding your Facebook page for your business. Right. And one other thing to mention there is, is you can, it, it's also a really great way for like, say you use Facebook for personal stuff as well. And you're not constantly hammering the people who follow you with your business stuff if they're not interested. Right. Having a separate Facebook business page, not only like Angela said, follows the rules, but it also gives you a place where people can go if they're actually interested in what you have to say versus you just, right. you know, kind of poking at them even though they're not very interested. I right. mean, like the chance of, I don't know, the men in your life wanting to learn about makeup <laughs> if, if you sell makeup is probably not high. I mean, I'm yeah. not saying it's not impossible, but it's probably not high. Okay. So without further ado... Item number one on our list of 10 is your profile picture. I'm very passionate about this, Angela. <laughs> now, I understand that Angela and I, to an extent, kind of bend the rules on this one. Your profile picture should definitely be of a person. It does yes. not need to be of a cat. It does not need to be of your logo. It needs to be of a person. Now, Angela and I do not have any professional photos taken of the two of us. And I also feel like we are 
because we're a team, we're definitely recognized by our podcast cover image. And so right. I think that for us, it kind of works that our profile picture, even on Instagram, is that picture of the two of us sitting there on the couch, drinking coffee and chatting. But it's still a person, you know, like you can yeah. still gauge a little bit of personality. It's not like we just have a picture of our cat. And it's still very recognizable because of our brand colors and things like that. If we're interacting in Facebook groups, people are going to know who we are and they're going to start to recognize that profile picture because it's still of us and connected to our brand versus a picture of random Angela's cat. Like nobody's going to remember that. There's no connection to our brand whatsoever in that. And it's just, I know a lot of people decide that they want to put their profile picture as their pet and it's just like not in business. If you want to do that, you know, on your personal profile, in your own time, go for it. But the problem is that a lot of times you're, you know, your personal profile, there's a reason there's the business page, right? You can yes. have a separate profile image in your page. And if you join groups as your page, because, I mean, that that's another tangent right there, is that different groups can allow you to join as your page versus your personal profile. Mm -hmm. If you join as your page, that's cool. But if, if the groups require you to join as your personal profile and you're your cat – you kind of have to optimize both your personal profile and your business page in that sense when it comes to your profile picture. Yes. I mean, it's your choice. You're doing business. So if you want to do business as a cat, I mean, good luck. I'm not sure it's going to work <laughs> for you. <laughs> right. Sorry. I, I get a little passionate about the profile picture, so I kind of overtook that one. Yeah, no, it's fine. And I know like I for a while I had for my business a sketch that someone had done. Um actually our friend Sarah Morrison, her daughter had the one drawn that she for was me. on an episode uh, a few weeks yeah, back. Yep. yep. Yep, for the word of the year. And her daughter like years and years ago had done a little like Christmas thing where she would draw a picture of you for you. And so I did that and it still lives on my website. Like I still do use it occasionally, but I have since switched to an actual photo. But for a while, that was my profile for my business and it was still a person. It was still a sketch. It was still recognizable. So it still worked. And I did get a lot of compliments on it. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess what we would say is if you're not going to use a picture of yourself, make sure it still connects to your brand some way, somehow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Along the lines of your profile picture, number two on our list is your cover photo. So this is that big, long banner kind of at the top of the page. So when it comes to that, this one's a little more fluid, I think. You can definitely change out your cover photo a lot more often. The thing about your profile picture is you should probably set it and leave it for at least a couple of years. And I know that yeah. feels like a really long time, but you need it to build your brand recognition. If you change your profile picture every month, people are going to get confused in you know Facebook groups and communicating with you is, wait, is this the same person? Yeah. But when you have the same profile picture and it stays put for a very long time, it's very recognizable that it's you. Now, 
A cover photo, on the other hand, can change seasonally. It can change for promos. Heck, it could change every week if you wanted it to. Like this week, we're doing this. Like it could be anything you want. Um, in fact, I think Facebook even lets you do videos now. Yeah, I think you can do videos on the header. So that's really cool. I would say that definitely if it's going to be something that stays put for a long time because you're not the type to change it, be sure to be very clear about what you do and who you are for, right? I should pull up ours. I'm pretty sure that it it shows our podcast and it talks about the main points of the things we talk about on this podcast, you know, motherhood, business, marketing, mm-hmm. balance, the things that we value most that we talk about on our podcast. People can see that on our cover photo. Just by visiting yeah. our page, they'll know immediately what we're about. All right. Item number three on our list is the custom URL. So this one actually caused me a little <laughs> bit of issue back in the day because yes, um, I know that there's so many people on Facebook, it's very hard to get exactly what you want. And so, so for us, when we did Marketing Moms, uh, I was able to get that. I can't remember if we're Marketing Moms or Marketing Moms Podcast. See, this is this is us. I'm like, on- I should have probably done better to, <laughs> to I open think up a podcast <laughs> on everything except for Twitter because Twitter only allows you so many characters. Right. Okay. So yep. in order to keep brand consistency, we made sure, yes, it is, facebook.com forward slash marketing moms podcast. So in order to stay consistent, we really needed to make sure that it stayed the same across everything. You know what? Maybe what I did is I first did marketing moms. And when I realized we were kind of branding with the podcast, yeah, I needed to change it and make sure it was that. So marketing moms podcast. So we can just say, yeah, we are uh, at Marketing Moms Podcast on all platforms, you know, yep. except Twitter. But Twitter's like its whole own thing. I know, right? So at least we can say, hey, we're on Facebook at Marketing Moms Podcast. We're on Instagram at Marketing Moms Podcast. And those would be our probably two biggest platforms. So the the reason when I f- first started my business, like my own personal brand, I was – Jesse M. Valle on my personal profile. Well, I was using Jesse M. Valle on all my handles across the board, like for Instagram and, you know, Twitter and LinkedIn and all these places. And so I needed Facebook to, again, we really wanted them to connect to the other platforms or even YouTube. Yep. So I changed my personal one I might have added like a one on the end or something so that I could use Jesse M. Valle for my business because if I had to choose one or the other I decided my business was more important to have the URL I wanted versus my personal profile so think about that as well make sure that your URL is something you can tell people or that it's easily recognizable if it's just random letters and numbers and it makes no sense nobody's it's going to be very hard for you to use that places yeah make sure it's memorable make sure it's easy to type so that you can tell people like oh you can we don't have to say like facebook.com forward slash 
Marketing Moms, we can just say like, go find us on Facebook at Marketing Moms Podcast. Right. And it's the same thing even with our website, marketingmomspodcast.com, Marketing Moms Podcast on Instagram, Marketing Moms Podcast on Facebook. So it's very recognizable and it's very equal across the board. That's, that's definitely important. All right. Item number four is the description. This is important because you want to be able to describe to people up front what you're doing and what you're all about. Sorry, yes. Angela, I feel like I'm just like taking over all of these. <laughs> Do you want to jump no, in? It's, on, on? <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Sorry, yeah, guys. No. Today is a solo episode because I'm just Jessie's for day. Angela. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, it's fine. I Yeah, I think that's important. And that was definitely something that I struggled with for a while was making sure that the information on the profile is very succinct and very easy to understand. This is what I do. This is who I help type things. Now, if you're first starting out and you're like, I do all the things and I help all the people, then you're going to, that might feel like a little overwhelming. But even if it's just picking the favorite thing of the things you do, like when I was a tech VA, um, I did a lot of all of the things. And so mine was something along the lines of like, I am a tech VA. I specialize in automations because that was one of my favorite things to do. And like, and I work with online business owners of all types. Like, so it can be kind of a general thing, but it should also be very clear about what it is that you're doing or selling. Yeah, for sure. If you're enjoying this candid chat, you can get early access, exclusive content, and more by supporting us on Patreon. Simply visit patreon.com forward slash marketing moms. Now back to the show. All right. The next thing on the list is your website and other businessy info stuff like your services, FAQs, things that you think your audience really needs to know. In our case, it actually let us connect our podcast. So every time we put out a new podcast episode, it automatically goes into Facebook as well, which I think is super cool. Which is way exciting. And you can, because Facebook owns like everything, you can connect your Instagram as well. So when we, it doesn't always happen, but when we post on Instagram, we will occasionally just let it port over to Facebook. Yeah. So I would say at a minimum, you really need your website just because I'm assuming that you have a website as a hub for all of your right. products, services, offerings, all the things that you have about your business. You most likely have a website, right? So you need to have a way for people to find out more about you and contact you. So I mean, if somebody comes to your Facebook business page looking to connect with you, yes, they probably could hit the connect button or, you know, message you. Right. But a lot of people aren't comfortable just diving in right away and talking to you. They want to stalk you a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. At least I do. Yeah. And I will, I'll admit, there have been times when I have been looking for a company 
And instead of like Googling it, either because I'm looking for something very specific or something local, or I feel like I'm not going to get very good Google results, I will actually go to Facebook, find that business's Facebook page, and then go to that section to get to their website. Yeah. So (laughs) I would say that one of the most important things to have on your Facebook business page is your website. For sure. Make sure you have that. The other stuff I would say is just because, I mean, well, we're talking about optimizing your Facebook business page. This is how you optimize Best practices. Exactly. Is it required? No. But it is a best practice to optimize. All right. Next we have, okay, we're already on number six, so we're halfway through our list. And this is selecting a template. So Facebook allows you to choose a template based on your business type, and that kind of dictates what the buttons say. Yes. So it's Facebook, Facebook's way of trying to help you optimize your page by finding out a little bit more about your business. So make sure you select a template that matches what you do. Yeah. And I, I know that like some people get really antsy about templates because they like to customize things, but you can still move things around and change things. I've done that for some clients, um, moving the way the, but where the, like the menu at the top is and what order it's in and things like that. But the templates are really, really helpful because I mean, Facebook's job is optimization and money-making. So they, they have a good idea of what's going to (laughs) help. Well, yeah, because if you're successful on their platform, you'll stay on their platform. So they want you to be successful. Yep. <laughs> okay. The next thing is the page. So number seven, the page CTA. CTA mm. stands for call to action. What are you calling people to take action on? Is it book a call? Is it visit your website? Is it view your products? Is it, you know, whatever it may be, register for something. Now, Facebook, I believe, doesn't let you customize what that button says, but based on the template you chose, they have some pretty good standard items that you can choose. They they know what you probably want or should have for that call to action button. Yeah, they, they do. Um, I think they do let you change the button. I think you can change what it says. Oh, really? I thought last time I checked, I thought that like they had options and you could only choose from their options. Well, now I'm going to go look. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But either way, you can have it do whatever you want and you can have it change. Like you can have a call to action for booking a call, but it could be for different services or downloading something, but it's for different lead magnets and things like that. Yeah. All right. The next item is number eight, the page tabs. So now we're talking like down the left-hand side, there's a whole bunch of tabs. So you want to make use of those tabs to promote your services, products, about, if you have events, just different things. And as a bonus, you should even add a custom tab for visitors to join your mailing list. So tabs are really important for people to – it's almost like a mini version of your website. 
right? Like it's a place yeah. where they can go to get a little bit more info about your what or about your business without having to leave Facebook. And one thing I would caution against, now this is just for websites in general, is that if you are a service provider and your prices change often or they they change per customer per what they need you know you customize pricing don't put your pricing on your facebook business page force them to schedule a call with you discuss what the project is and then you can price out from there because having standard packages feels like a good idea in the moment but we should have a whole episode on this but oh yeah it's it feels like a good idea in the moment but then you find certain clients that want a whole bunch of extra things. They need it customized and your package pricing leaves you resentful because you know you should have charged more. Yeah. So if you really want to put a price, put starting at, which for some people, you know, let, let's say you're a web designer and you want people to know websites are a, a you know, a simple five-page website starts at X amount of dollars. That gives them an idea in that if it's higher than what their budget allows, maybe they'll go find somebody else. Or if that's right on the money for what they thought, they'll continue to reach out and contact you without feeling like, oh, I hope it's not too expensive. Oh, they said that their starting price is this. This feels like it's in my budget. I'm going to continue this conversation. So yeah. if you're going to put money, put starting at. Sorry, that's another little tangent soapbox that I get on sometimes. <laughs> Just because I know that different clients have different needs. Yes. Now, if you are like, a, you know, products and your products don't change prices very often, you certainly can put that. But even that, I would say, if you have your prices in too many places, let's say you change something on your website, you're going to forget to go back to your Facebook business page to change it there. So I think the safest thing, in my opinion, is to put the bare minimum information on Facebook and go more in-depth, including pricing, on your website. Yes. And going back to the call to action button real quick, so Mm -hmm. you can select different types of buttons. Yes, but you can't customize exactly what it says. But you can't say what it says, yes. Okay. Cool. But you can change the type of button. Right. Yes. Okay. Yep. Thank you for clarifying. Jesse was right. I mean, <laughs> way to start my day out good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number nine on our list is to use messenger automatic responses. So what this means is that you can technically, there are other programs out there like ManyChat that you can connect to Messenger and have like big long automations and things like that. But again, bare minimum, let's just optimize. Within your business page, you can set an automatic response. So let's say that somebody messages you or your business, your Facebook business page, you can say something like, Hey, thanks so much for reaching out. We generally get back to you within 24, you know, or within one business day, chat soon. It's just that immediate feedback that someone needs to say, okay, they got my message and now they've set 
that expectation of when should I expect to hear from them within within yeah. one business day or hey we usually get back within 48 hours or whatever it is for your business put that out there it's important and if you find that people are messaging asking like roughly the same question you can also kind of include that in the response where you know they'll say you can say hey thank you so much for reaching out like we usually get back within a business day if you're looking for information on this, you can go find it here. Mm, yep, that's good. Because I think you only get like one message within the, yeah. the Facebook business page. So make it a good one. I like that. Yeah. Okay, number 10 on our list is to turn on reviews. This is how you can get social proof. And that's really important because – we all know when we're looking to work with someone, we want to know the experience others have had. So if we yeah. turn on those reviews, then people can leave reviews on our page so that we can, you know, hopefully get some good social proof going so that others can feel more comfortable working with us. Yeah. And that's especially important. I mean, it's important for service providers, but it's also especially important if you are selling products because most people that shop online are going to be looking for those reviews on your products. Yeah. All right. Bonus. Bonus number 11. Go snoop out your competitors. Like, what are they doing? What are their yep. call to action buttons? What tabs do they have down the side? What's their profile picture look like? What are they using for their their uh, cover photo? Go snoop and see what they're doing. Yeah. And also, if you do use Facebook and you are looking at um, even local businesses' mm -hmm. Facebook pages, take notice of the parts of it that you like that are really helpful to you or things that you get on there and go, oh, that's cluttered or that I don't like that um, to help you kind of optimize your page as well. Yeah. Take a look and say, oh, I can do that better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can do that better. Or, oh, that was really helpful that I could find this and it's right here. And then you can, you know, kind of use that with your own Facebook page. Yeah, yeah, you can model it for your own. Okay, so your challenge this week is to, you know what, here, I'm going to make it super easy. Pick, I'm going to change it. I'm going to say, here is your challenge for today, not even this week, today. Choose one thing off that list. One, and go do it. So just quickly to run down, number one, profile picture. Number two, cover photo. Number three, custom URL. Number four, description. Number five, website or other business items like services, FAQs. Probably website. <laughs> number <laughs> six, template. Number seven, page call to action, CTA. Number eight, the page tabs. Number nine, turn on the messenger automatic responses. And number 10, turn on reviews for social proof. So just choose one of those and go do it like right now. Go. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, yeah. Um, as Jesse said at the beginning, we don't utilize our Facebook page as much. It's not a place that we get a lot of interaction, but we do use Instagram. So come find us on Instagram at Marketing Moms Podcast. We're posting more. We're 
answering comments. We are in there. And if you just want to interact or have a question for us or anything, that's where you can find us. And if you do end up optimizing something on your Facebook business page, thank you for joining us today. We're so honored. This is where you just let us see. And let us know, let us know so that we can congratulate you and celebrate with you as well as you together. Take those steps. And if you're looking to spend even more time with us, visit marketingmomspodcast.com for more episodes, free goodies, and ways to connect. Don't forget to check out our brand new Marketing Moms book now available on Amazon. 